0: Hello friends, this is Samir Azizi and welcome to Azizi podcast. It's been a while, it's been a while, but it is what it is. I'm trying to issue podcast, you know, as a matter of urgency, but sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Hopefully we'll establish a current schedule that is more or less consistent. From the recent news, I went to Los Angeles. I took a trip to Los Angeles, uh, United States, from Canada. So that was uh, quite an adventure. Took a vacation, my first vacation since two thousand fifteen, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. I saw my friends. I went jogging in Santa Monica. I went wine tasting. I went to my favorite hookah place. You know, went to a French bakery for some reason. Drank wine. I think I already told that um you know just just enjoyed California and uh yeah it was a little weird with the whole lockdown everyone was wearing masks and uh by the time I left Los Angeles in the United States they shut down everything again uh, and they put a curfew so no one could get out of house out of after 10 p.m so I got out of there just in time but you know did three really cool things or three really cool episodes for my podcasts I've Spoken extensively with Tom Loeffler, uh, who represents Triple G promotions, 360 promotions. He also works with uh, WBC champion Serhiy Bochak. And uh, I also spoke with uh, Serhiy Boachak himself um, in Russian, so I will not post it in this podcast. But if you want to check it out on YouTube channel, it's in Russian for now, but I am planning to issue... Um, subtitles for that video. So let's see how this going to work, but hopefully with subtitles it should be very interesting because, you know, I try to dig a little bit deeper with him. Uh, and by the way, check out the new documentary by uh, Artruas... <laughs> I actually don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but uh, Artruas Boxing, uh, his uh, YouTube channel. He does a lot of cool stuff for Triple G uh, and for Manny Pacquiao, as far as I know, but also for Sir He, he just made a 27-minute masterpiece i really love it so check it out it has all of his knockout highlights all of his career highlights a lot of interviews a lot of cool things a lot of commentary on him as well so check out that for sure but why we're here today is because i have interviewed the one and only manny robles manny robles is a boxing trainer from los angeles california he trained and led None other than Andy Ruiz Jr. to becoming the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world, and let me tell you something. I was there when Andy Ruiz became a champion when he fought Anthony Joshua and he knocked him out, and I was sitting right there. Uh, I was sitting really close, right behind Team Joshua, and I see the whole and I saw the whole agony that they went through. You know the. The whole horror on their faces and that was quite something something to see but overall this was one of my most Im- Im- memorable i would say events in my life i still have a ticket attached to my fridge i should have told that to many robots by the way that says joshua ruiz from that event at medicine square garden but yeah it was amazing and uh, definitely a memorable event and they definitely made history uh, and got famous, you know, to the whole world. And a lot of that is credit, credited to Manny Robles, the, the coach himself. Currently, Manny Robles trains the undefeated boxing super welterweight uh, prospect, Serhii Bochak, 18-0, 18 chaos. and, uh, you know, they're doing a great progress together. I have talked extensively with him about that. So we will kind of dive into that uh, as well. It was very interesting to have a conversation with him, especially when I asked him about, you know, his relationship with Abel Sanchez and how the transition of Serhii Balochuk from Abel Sanchez happened because uh, what Manny told me is that he actually spoke to um, Abel Sanchez about that. So that was interesting to listen to. And also, just in general, I think Manny Robles, he's such a great guy and, uh, you know, speaking with him was such a pleasure. I actually went to his gym and I saw him train, you know, his boxers, including Chuck. Uh So it was it was really great to see, you know, him in action. And he was really involved, you know, that, that's that's always so cool to see. All right, another thing that I was doing is raising some cash. Before we're going to start our interview, I was raising some cash for the homeless in Canada because during our very, very cold Canadian winters, homeless people, especially during this lockdown, have a lot of difficulties. It's not like, you know, they live on the west coast or something. Not that, you know, people there have it have it good, but you know, like on top of everything there's super frosty weather adds up. And that's never good. So we were so we are currently raising money to help homeless for assembling special winter kits. And I have pledged to for every person who donated, I would give a shout out to them on all of my social media networks and on my podcast, of course. So, I already done the social media part, excuse me, but here's the podcast part. Overall, to this date, date, we have 40 people donated, 40 people, which is amazing, so thank you so much for those 40 people, and I'm going to name the first 20 right now, and then the first, the second 20 of them uh, in the middle of the podcast, alrighty, so without further ado... Let me start naming them. So, the first one is... Uh, so, I'm just going to name them one by one. Uh, thank you, everyone. S- thank you very much for to the following people. Peter Moore. Yuri Baryshnikov. Ed Baskov. Fabio Campanella. Sean Battaglia. Azimjan Bagujaev. Amirlan Seksimbaev. Ryan Scalia. Fight Coast. Vincent Cummings. Carlos Toro. Anna Espinoza, Jonathan Lair. Liliana Uyova, Robert Dennis, Pietro Stranino, Starnino, Claudia Berman, Amy Flores, Eva Palazuelos, and Shelly Boucher. Thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate your support and. Uh, I hope to stay in touch with you. Uh, as you notice, some of them were guests on my podcast, so that's that's always something that's nice to see, you know, that your guests are still, still trying to... They're still in touch with you and they're, they're supporting your cause, so that's really good. All right, and the last thing is please subscribe to my podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher or whatever you're listening to and also check out my YouTube channel because... The copy of my podcast, for example, you can see the video of me talking to Manny Robles. Our conversation will be, uh, is recorded on the video, and you can see it on YouTube. So check it out on YouTube, Easy Podcast. Just Google it on YouTube, search it on YouTube, and you will find us. Anyways, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And another thing, follow me on Instagram, at A-double-Z. And also follow me on Twitter, at A-double-Z. Same thing. All righty. Enjoy the show, everybody. All right, the great and powerful, Manny Robles. Great and powerful. powerful. You are great and powerful. You know, I I got introduced to you when... uh, Joshua Ruiz fight happened, the first one. Mm. I was there. Uh, oh, you were. I was sitting at the Medicine Square Garden. Mm. Uh, nice. we were preparing for Triple G Rolls fight. Mm. And so that was kind of like it was a back to back fight oh, at that's Medicine right. Square Garden. That
1: happened, happened the
0: following week, Triple G. Exactly. So Tom actually got me the tickets. He's sitting right here, Tom Loffler. Right. And I was sitting sitting surrounded by uh, Anthony Joshua's team. Uh-huh. So okay. to see Anthony Joshua's team reaction when Andy Reese, the boxer that you were training, mm-hmm. uh, you know, knocked him out, so uh, with that such a devastation, mm-hmm. it was something else because mm-hmm. the crowd was roaring. You know, it was about to, the fight was about to start. You know, in the crowd and everyone was like in hysteria, and all because of you because you've trained your boxer. You've you have uh, you had a Mexican heavyweight mm-hmm. boxer champion. So that's that's tremendous. You know, and that, and that's something that. I feel like a lot of trainers are aspiring to do to have a heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And once you achieved that, were you? What kind of feelings were you going through? I mean, what I was concerned about, and what I was thinking is, what? How about your hunger? Can it disappear once you achieve that pinnacle?
1: Mm, I don't think so. Definitely not. You can ask, sir. He. That my hunger's still there. I mean, as a, he, he's a testament to how hard I work and how much time we put in the gym.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, I I don't I never let a situation change who, who I am as a person, as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love what I do, and when you're passionate about what you do, when you're passionate about boxing the way I am, it, it's never it never changes you. You shouldn't allow. You know, it was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Having, you know, the first Mexican-American heavyweight champion of the world, that's great. But uh, there's more to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to do now.
0: And of and course, Sergei best... is Sergei Balochak, the fighter from Ukraine, ah. who you are training right now, 18-0, 18 mm-hmm. knockouts. Correct. So you're now training uh, him, and I was... You know, the, another thing that I was wondering about, because Sergei had uh, his management had mm-hmm. some issues with uh, his previous trainer, Abel Sanchez, mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, and uh, because of that, there were some problems, he, he decided to just, mm-hmm. you know, step aside and be mm-hmm. a neutral party and just switch the trainers, mm-hmm. and I saw some interviews um, with you, people were asking what's your reaction, and I particularly like the fact that you said you have contacted Abel Sanchez Correct. before you, you started training with Sergi, mm-hmm. before you agreed to train mm-hmm. Sergi Boachuk. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about that call and that choice that you made to kind of like contact?
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. I, I called them to, to, first of all, I, resp- I have a, a trema- trema- tremendous amount of respect for Abel Sanchez. So that's, uh, that's one and most important. Uh, uh, that's the most important thing, really. I, I uh, decided to reach out to him and let him know about, you know, there's a there's an opportunity for me to train to work with us, uh, sir and I wanted to let him know. I wanted I want things between him and I to be okay. There's got to be a there's got to be respect, you know, between us coaches, and you don't always find that between people between coaches. But I just had to let them know because I felt the the uh, I felt the uh, the the need. To let him know, as a, a person, an individual that I, I respect for, that I have a, a great amount of respect for, a person I admire, a, a friend, and he's always welcomed me every time I walk into his gym at the summit in in, in, um, in Big Bear. He's always welcomed me. He's always treated me right. So that's that's the least I could do. How did Abel Sanchez react? How did that conversation go? It went well. Uh, you know, he understood that the, the problem was never between uh, Serhi and, 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 and Abel. He understood that the problem was between him and the management. And, uh, and he said, listen, you're going to have a great time with this kid. This kid is very disciplined. You're going to have a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I have. He's very disciplined. He's a good kid. He's always willing to eager to learn, eager to get better. Mm-hmm. So we had a great conversation, uh, Abel Sanchez and I, and and we, we, we you know we we finished off in good terms.
0: Besides uh, commenting of uh, discipline, you know, and Sir his discipline, did Abel Sanchez give you any sort of pointers what to be on the lookout for with Sergei? Mm-hmm. No. What, no, he... we
1: never we never touched that on that subject. Mm-hmm. It was just more between him and I, mm-hmm. you know, the conversation about being letting him know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna be working with this kid and, and uh and pretty much just getting his blessing and, mm-hmm. and making sure that we're okay, that him and I are okay, that the next time I see him, next time I'm on the phone with him or next time I come across him, that you know, we're still continue to be friends and, and you know, this is the type this is the line of work that we're in. It is boxing and, and
0: something some things we can't control. When the proposition came to you, uh and the question was whether you want to coach Serhii Bohachak. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him before? And if yes, was there something that you knew right away that you want to do with Serhii in terms of adjustments and, and training?
1: Well, well, I did. Obviously, I, I did know him before when he was with Abo. Uh, they came down to my gym for uh, looking for sparring, so we were, mm-hmm. I was... Obviously, with the relationship that I had with that I have with uh with david we're always i've always been more than willing to 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 help him with sparring not just with Chuk, but with other boxers and and uh uh now i had now that I had the oppor- that i have the opportunity to work with him i I understand um, what he needs you know mm-hmm. uh, i I give all the credit in the world to Abel Sanchez and I've said this before in the past in other interviews that. You know he he, he developed a, f- a great fighter in Mohoochouk you know eight, uh, 17 and0 at the time mm-hmm. 17 knockouts and uh, and he has he 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 owes uh Abel a lot uh, you know to him being having a record that he has and being the fighter that he is today uh, I'm not naive I understand where he comes from and who he was working with but now that it's my turn now that it's uh, uh, um It's my turn to take on the challenge. And, uh, you know, both Bohachuk and and I have spoken about growing and becoming a better fighter. Uh, And uh, and not just because he's 17 and 0, with 17, 18 and 0, in this case, with 18 18 knockouts, that doesn't mean that there's no more room for growth. This is you, you. You find you know in Bohochuk, you find the type of individual that he's eager to learn and he understands. A lot of fighters, and in, in some cases, they're undefeated, you know, and they're, they're they they think everything is going great, but and they feel that there's not a need for a change or a need to improve. So and then all of a sudden, boom, a defeat comes along, and then sometimes it's too late, or sometimes what you know, defeat will come your way and then you figure okay i need to change i need to Mm -hmm. i need to learn he does he understands he's an undefeated fighter Mm -hmm. but yet he's eager to learn he's eager to become better he understands that there's a lot more out there that he needs to learn
0: Mm -hmm. hello it's me again not that you know i left somewhere but i just wanted to give a shout out to the second Batch of amazing, amazing supporters who donated to Project Winter Survival to support homeless. And without further ado, I'm going to do that. Thank you so much. Mike Brown, Sergei Tian, Francesca Medina, Bissarion Kideshali, Gray Johnson, Stefan Pavlov, Realty 7 LTD, Sean Vaziri, Mark Ross, Aksai Bapa, Yuri Pershan, Paulo Vega, Johnny Wiles, Stephanie Alpin, Nick Vandauzzi, Carlos Miranda, Alejandro Sanchez Jr., Jay Chaudhry, 360 Promotions, Douglas Fisher. Thank you so much, everyone. I really, really appreciate it. Again, some of the names you probably will recognize. They were either guests or some public personalities. And I really, really appreciate their help. Thank you very much. Alrighty, right, let's go back to the interview. During your interviews in regards to Serhii Boachak, you've mentioned that, yes, he has power, but I would like to make him a more well-rounded mm-hmm. boxer. I want to add more um, skills, to his arsenal. Mm-hmm. more to his arsenal. Mm-hmm. Can you speak a, l- a little bit about that? What have you seen and what you're trying to achieve right now with Sergi in, in regards Correct.
1: to that? Well, well it's precisely that. He's mm-hmm. a pressure fighter. He's an aggressive fighter. Uh, uh, and I, what I try to explain to Sergi is, um, listen, we need to become. You need to become a more complete fighter, uh, and, and with that comes distance, timing, uh, um, the jab, e- everything mm-hmm. all around. An all-around complete fighter, defensively and offensively as well.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not just about being aggressive; it's about having control aggression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I want him to think a little more before he sets in. Mm -hmm. Putting his combinations together, working behind the jab, and then getting back on defense, timing, position, position to attack, Mm -hmm. position to defend, to me that's very important. So we have a pretty good understanding when it comes to that.
0: I know that you've been working uh, with uh, Russian-speaking fighters from the former Soviet Union uh, before. And I was wondering if you noticed any pattern that we always speak about, you know, that Soviet school of boxing, Mm -hmm. the post-Soviet Union school Mm -hmm. of boxing. Do you see any similarities? Do you see that in Serhii as well, that he has certain aspects that you can see in other Russian-speaking boxers? Absolutely.
1: Some some similarities he's now in America. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's changing. And and I've said this to him in the past. I don't want to change who you are as a fighter. I don't mm-hmm. want to change your style. I want to add to your style. I want to be helpful. And not, I'm not trying to make him a Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, or a Muhammad Ali. I'm mm-hmm. trying to add to his arsenal. And what, like you said, you know, he's European style, precisely the mm-hmm. Ukraine and 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 uh, Russian style of boxing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, more mechanical. Mm-hmm. But I want to add to that. I want to be able to add to that. I want to be able to, again, make him a well-rounded fighter.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, since you guys started training, um, you already had one official fight together. Correct. It was against Davila mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Yucatan, Mexico.
1: Out of all places,
0: yeah. Out of all places, it was in September. It was a wild situation in the midst of the pandemic. You know, Correct. you guys pulled that off and you had an actual fight. Mm-hmm. Uh under open skies mm-hmm. it was pouring pouring rain Point. rain mm-hmm. and uh you know the, the the opponent davila you know the his team basically waved, waved it off and uh, mm-hmm. uh the, the fight ended after round six mm-hmm. and uh, with the tko by serhi balichak mm-hmm. once that happened and that was your first official fight what what kind of thoughts did you have in mind do you feel like in that very short period that you were started training mm-hmm. serhi did he um understood some of your pointers that does he now can he learn mm-hmm. still can he mm-hmm. did he learn some pointers or do you see like he can actually adjust
1: no definitely we have a very good understanding we have been pretty much working together since the the beginning of the year the start of the year before that pandemic broke out as a matter of fact mm-hmm. so we're pretty much going on a year working together this will be a second fight and uh yeah i mean look the the, the guy that he fought on the kid that he fought in mexico city i mean i'm sorry was from mexico city right and look Whenever you fight somebody that's coming from Mexico City, you better be ready to fight. Because mm-hmm. these guys are always in shape because of the high altitude. So they're used to high altitude training. So they're always in shape. This kid only had one defeat and uh, uh, has, had a great record. So we understood that we were going to have our hands full. But we didn't take on an easy challenge. We mm-hmm. took on a hard challenge. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we're fighting in his country. Exactly. Let's not forget, <laughs> you know, Sergei Bochuchuk is from the Ukraine fighting exactly. in Mexico. So there's not a lot of people that are, not a lot of fighters that are willing to mm-hmm. travel to someone else's country and fight someone from that country. So, you know, you, you have to commend him for that. Mm-hmm. And big challenge, the kid... Didn't quit. The kid didn't get knocked out. The actual yeah the, the corner actually exactly. ended up stopping the fight. That says a lot about the fighter, because he was more than willing to continue to fight. But the his coaches would, and, and I have to commend them for that as well, because they stopped the fight knowing that so he can that fight a, another day, live to fight, live to see another another day. And he was taking a beating, mm-hmm. so and under the conditions too, the conditions weren't perfect. It was raining. It was pouring rain. It's actually raining more in the ring than mm-hmm. it was outside. And uh, you know the conditions weren't the best. Yes, I heard that the canvas oh, was, uh, was very so slippery. Yeah, very slippery. So it didn't allow uh, uh, for surgery to do certain things in the ring. But we 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 made the best out of it under the conditions and. You know, did a lot of things that, that that we had been working on, but there's a lot more to do. There's a lot left to be done, and mm-hmm. and, and he understands that one fight at a time.
0: So in less than two weeks, Serhi Bobrovchuk is fighting Brandon Adams, Correct. who already fought Jamel Charlo mm-hmm. for for the title and is considered his biggest challenge. Correct. Uh what do you think about this fight and what to what extent do you think sir he is prepared to this fight and if successful uh is to what extent is he prepared to challenge the title holder?
1: Yeah, correct. Well, that would be nice. I mean it's one fight at a time. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and think about fighting for a world title when we st- when we know we have Brandon Adams in front of us. Mm-hmm. Brandon Adams I know very well. I've known for 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 quite some time. Uh, I, he's a friend and he's a good fighter and uh, this, uh, uh he's he's a fighter with experience mm-hmm. he's a fighter that as you mentioned he's fought charlo for the world title charlo uh wasn't uh in, you know he lost to him by decision there's no absolutely no shame in that and and uh, we're just, we understand we're going to have our hands full. We understand we're going to have our hands full versus Brandon Adams. He's a crafty fighter, experienced fighter. Uh, uh, and uh, this might be, if you look at it on paper, definitely mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Sergey Bochenshuk's uh, toughest opponent to date. But that's what we want. You know, we want to take on these type of challenges. We have to know what we're working with in mm-hmm. order to look towards the future and know if he's ready for, to fight for a world title or not.
0: Last question about Sergei Balochak's power, a lot of press in the media, they discuss, you know, Sergei Balochak's power shots and power punch, mm-hmm. but they always draw comparisons to other power punchers, especially Triple G, Gennady mm-hmm. Golovkin. Uh, I hear some people say that his power does not come as a one punch, mm-hmm. but he basically demolishes you as the fight goes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about his power, now that you train him for quite some time? Uh, where does it come from and can it, can it be adjusted, developed to you? Are you satisfied with it?
1: That's actually one of the things that we're, we're, we've been working on, and is teaching him how to generate power. Yes, he's undefeated. Yes, all by knockouts. But uh, there's still a lot to be done. There's still a lot to there's still a lot to be learned. As you said, he's not triple G. Triple G can go out there and knock you out with one punch. That's not who Sergio Hirschuk is. He's a pressure fighter that little by little starts to wear you down and do damage until you cannot continue any longer. But um, he understands him and I both him and I have an understanding, Bohachuk, that there's ways to generate more power. There's ways to sit on your punches, work behind shoulders, hips, legs, uh the mechanics, the boxing mechanics and he, he's understanding that a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think you were able to see that today with sparring how he's sitting on his punches and Absolutely and, and turning and turning his torque, his hips, his legs and I've noticed a lot of counts.
0: yeah, great work with pivoting and, and mm-hmm. that was that was very impressive. That's mm-hmm. something that uh um uh, i really like to see so that was great
1: something that you probably or as the fans or people out there mm-hmm. uh, haven't been used to seeing from both exactly that's exactly. what i mean by making them a more mm-hmm. think a little bit more reaction and mm-hmm. and obviously you win you win your fights in the gym so mm-hmm. we have a certain strategies or certain things that we work on at the gym that i like to see and get done. Anyway.
0: absolutely uh trainer manny robles thanks so much for this conversation thanks so much for your time i really appreciate that uh you had you carved out a little bit of time to speak with us thank you so much thank you so much for having me my pleasure thank you thank you appreciate it